trying to make it right These people won't let me go I'm just trying to live my life I just need space to grow I'm just trying to make it right These people won't let me go Let me grow, let me go Let me grow, let me go They should know, they should know They should know, they should know I'm just trying to live my life I just need space to grow I'm just trying to make it right These people won't let me go Welcome to the Tea with Brie. I'm your host, Brie. Thanks for listening. The Tea with Brie podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, we'll start my guest's bio, an intro into how we know each other, and then we'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they brought to me that week. This week, I am joined by my guest, Keanu Kiki Perez, the sweet baby angel. Uh, Kiki Perez is an LGBTQ plus advocate and the star of 20-somethings Austin on Netflix. Kiki is a second-generation Mexican-American who calls Texas home. He has a Master of Arts degree in Communication Studies. Kiki currently works at TikTok as a brand development manager. On 20-somethings Austin, Kiki started living his authentic life in Austin, coming out as gay and experienced his first kiss with a man in the city. He now encourages others to live their most authentic life. Ah, hello. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so I'm a excited. little nervous. I'm like sweating. Okay, we went through this last time we recorded something together. <laughs> it's just me and you. And I'm so excited to talk to you. And I also, it feels like I've known you forever. <laughs> and I think you're like the sweetest little human. So no, thank you. You're such a safe place. I, uh, anyone honored. listening, I'm like, we've, we met recording and yeah. then I saw Brie in an event like a week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I could just stick with her and like talk to her all night. It was so easy. But I want to point out that Kiki was also like working the room. Like people were coming up to Kiki. They were like dying to meet him in person. Also, Kiki has like his own like gaggle of like gays now. And I want him to like stop acting like he does it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Out in these Austin streets. So yeah, we met, (laughs) what, February, March? No, February. Um, and we did a recording for Bear, which is the web series I host with the company Getty. And we met that morning and we were like, oh, we're going to be friends. Like, <laughs> it's like instant. And then, yeah, we've just been being friends and hanging out. And if you haven't listened to Kiki's podcast with what's your co your co-host's name again? It's Natalie. And if you watch 20 something, she was like my best friend roommate in the house. And their podcast is so good. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes, but that's kind of like why I was like, Kiki, I want to talk to you not only because I love you, but also because like listening to one one of your episodes, y'all were talking about like being young and dating and Natalie was talking about, <laughs> she's talking about how like looking at herself like gets her off. And I was like, yes, girl, like you're hot. <laughs> and like, I want more people to be like, no, I find myself attractive. Like that's super normal. And I was like talking to the podcast in my apartment by myself. And I was like, I just <laughs> need to sit down <laughs> and talk. So no, I love that. Especially like anything we put out there. I will admit, if you haven't listened, we're a little raunchy and we're mm-hmm. like, we overthink everything. We're like, we shouldn't post this, but then we're like, that's why people resonated with us. And yes. that we said things people might be too scared to talk about or just 
doesn't feel okay to talk about. It's like, we have to talk about these things to like know the answers. Yes. Listen, me, I'm like, vulnerability is the answer to everything. (laughs) People should have to deserve your, I mean, earn your vulnerability. Yes. Like you don't have to share it, but I'm also like, hi, I've posted this show for like two years now. I'm like, share everything, build connection. I'm like, no, people (laughs) will resonate with that. And I think that's why I love Jal's show. So why I love your show so much is like, if I was still in that age group as an old queer now of 32. Oh my gosh, you are not old. It's just because I'm sure everyone thinks I'm younger than I am. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that one. Listen, I, I am 5'4 and I, I give off big people energy though. Apparently my friend was like, <laughs> I met a friend in person for the first time. She's like, I thought you'd be taller. I go, I get that a lot. I'm 5'4. You know, um, but I think like if I was still in like, if I had your podcast when I was 26 and I first moved here, I would have been like, such a safe space for me like what y'all were talking about like being young and dating and you know I told you I haven't watched 20 somethings yet because I can't sit still and watch tv I have to like (laughs) I have to like set time like set aside time to watch tv and I'm like the worst tv watcher um but you know having other friends who did watch y'all show and you know I've talked to you about my friend Charlie who also listens to the show like you are his favorite. Like Charlie is a very straight dude from Rhode Island. And he was like, I love <laughs> Kiki. And I was like, oh, okay. And just hearing people's responses to like seeing people in their twenties navigating life in Austin, which can be, I, th- I love Austin. Like, I don't think there's another city I can live in in Texas. I think Austin is his own little kitschy sort of experience. Um, because I was talking to a friend, Tom, who just moved here. And he was saying how Austin is a big city, but it still has that small town feel of like everyone is like three degrees from everyone. That's what I always say too. How and I describe like, Austin. Everyone is so connected. Like you, you can't like, no matter what, like you will be able to like, you're always three spaces from someone else. And I think that's one of the beautiful things of the city, especially in the queer community. And so like listening to y'all show and, you know, having people's reactions to watching y'all on the show, like you did a good job of like showing what it is like to be young and in a new city and trying to navigate all of the things. And yeah, I mean, I'm coming up this weekend is actually my six year anniversary of moving to Austin, which is so weird to think about. Like I was 26 when I moved here. I'm now 32 and I'm like. I've Where did you move from again? Connecticut. Then oh my Austin, gosh, so a whole other state. Whole uh, no, like whole other part of the country. Like <laughs> I it was it was such a wake-up call for me of you know, I was 26. I had just come out. This was my first big move. I went to college one town over from where I grew up. Like most of my family is still back in the northeast. And so when I was like, I'm gonna move, and they're like, okay. And I only knew my best friend at the time because he had moved here years before. Um, and you know, Austin, I think was the perfect first city to move to because it is one that you can get super involved in. You can meet so many people. Um, so when you and I met that day, you're like, I'm moving, like I'm finally moving to Austin. I was like, you're going to love it. Like we're all so excited for you. So I just want to know like what it's been like settling in, you know, dealing with the fame of being Kiki from the show. I, you have to own it. Like (laughs) it was so cute. Like being at that event with you last week and this girl, like she, I saw the girl when we were upstairs and she came over and asked for a photo. She was talking to her partner and just like, dude, just kept looking at you. And it was like the most adorable thing to like watch them try to navigate, like trying to come up to you. I was like, cute little angels. Like it's just, and 
the the warmth you give off to people when they meet you is like one of the most heartwarming things I've ever seen. So I just wanted you to know. But anyway. <laughs> thank you. That's that means a lot. Again, I'm sweating now. I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> no, moving. So we filmed here August through November, um, literally last year. Please let me know if I need to move rooms, y'all. I just move, and so there's no furniture in this apartment. <laughs> That's why there's an echo if you can hear it. You're doing great. Um, but it was during COVID and our production was really, was based through California. So we had to follow California law, which, you know, very strict compared to Texas law and COVID for good reason. Um, but I got to, I didn't get to explore, explore the city yet, but I felt, I don't know, like this was where I wanted to live. Like I just knew. And then if you, this might be a little spoiler alert, but a lot of people are confused. Like, wait, I thought you were living here already. We went home from the holidays um I won't say who but y'all probably know with someone else who's supposed to live with me and then we were just like they said you know Austin wasn't the best move for them but I knew I still wanted to move mm-hmm. and that's when I was like first I need to get a job for like financial stability and once I landed a job at TikTok I moved here and I don't know it's almost like living here I always feel like I'm in a movie like <laughs> just because I'm such a country boy I'll be like walking down the streets and I'm like oh my gosh like look at these buildings like I'm about to get like drinks at happy hour with someone meet someone else after there's something to do every night I'm not used to that I'm like used to just Monday to Friday working staying at home you know do one thing over the weekend and here it's like I need a well I don't want to say no yet people are like you have to learn to say no but like it's so fun right now I know eventually I'll get burned out or like you need to focus on other things but there's just something always to do. And exactly what you said about the place to live in Texas, especially as a queer person is Austin. Like I forget about it. Like I'm almost in a bubble, like until I go home or I go to a different town, I'm like, wait, like I get nervous. Like my nails are done. I know y'all can't see them. I'm like, who's going to like, look at them or like, what am I wearing? Where Austin is like, you don't really, at least the places I go to, you know, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel you even still now, like <clears throat> my friend, my best friend Shelby and I are just on FaceTime. She's like, what are your plans today? I was like, well, I have to record a podcast and I have a pool party and then I'm going to this with you. I'm like, wait, I'm like, I'm like, I have a very <laughs> chill day. And then I'm like, wait, no, that's a lie. Like, there's always something to do here, which I think is what really sets Austin apart from a lot of places. Like, you can just like grab happy hour every day and like affordable happy hour. Like, I feel like that's the thing about like other bigger cities in Austin. Like it's like super expensive. Whereas like here you can find like dive bars that are super affordable um, because it is a tourist town. I think they keep everything pretty well-priced. Um, but then also because we have pretty decent weather throughout the year and everyone is super nice. And it is that bubble of blue liberalism of like, we don't like have to deal with a lot of shit in Austin because everyone's pretty much politically aligned. I was like 98% of the city. Um, it is like a pretty safe space to be queer, a queer person of color, a person of color in general. So yeah, I think that's, you know, as I, I'm always constantly like, is this my last year in Austin? And, you know, thinking about that constantly of like, there's so many things that like my next city would have to check off. Like me growing up in the Northeast, I'm used to like having four seasons, I'm used to, you know, all these different <laughs> things. And now living here, I'm like, okay, well now I want a city that like has seasons, but also like has sunshine like most of the time. Because like, yes. I couldn't imagine going from Austin to like Seattle. Like, I feel like that'd be like such a big change for me. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I think, I think Austin, like I said before, is a great like 
tiptoe city into like getting and figure out who you are, but also because it has that feel of like the college towns. If you are young and move here and go to college here, I want to tell people who may listen to this, like the people who come here and go to college, like you don't have to stay on campus. Like there are so many people who I know who come here for college and like never leave campus. I'm like, there's such a whole city to explore. Like that's like my one piece of advice for those kids. Um, but then also people, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say, uh, no, you go ahead finish. Okay. Um, and then, you know, people who move here for like new jobs and things like that, like just get involved. Like there's always something to do. You'll meet your people. Um, I think Austin's a great city to move to at any age because it is such a diverse age-wise city. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I work for Austin Tourism now. Like everyone should move here. And I'm like, wait, but also <laughs> maybe not. But Everyone's be like, Bree's crowded because of you. I'm just it's kidding. not me. I, I'm, listen, I'm about to, you know, uh, again, we'll see. I just re-signed my lease for another year. So I'm here for at least another year, but we'll see Yay. what happens. I don't know. It- Exactly what you said. I what the tourism I never thought of, but I'll meet what you kind of we talked about a little bit earlier on like people knowing me now. Mm-hmm. I'll meet someone and I assume they're from Austin, and then it's the exact opposite. They're just visiting. Like I met last night on the trail, I was running the other morning, and someone stopped me. Um, he was biking. He's like, "Are you Kiki?" He's like, "I'm from Salt Lake City." He's like, "I'm here for um, one of those like crazy marathons people do." Um, and then I've met people from other countries who they're like, oh my gosh, I saw 20 somethings Austin because we knew we were coming here. And this, like, you can have a small circle, exactly said, but you're gonna, what you say, there's three people away. Even us, I remember I went, we filmed, I've never met you, you know, we had an amazing time. And then I went home, the person I was my best friend I was staying with, I was like, Marina, who's a lawyer for the state. And then she's like, Oh, I know Brie. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and she's like, we're on the board together. I was like, this is such a small world. So tiny. I'm trying to tell you like at, at three degrees all the time in Austin. And it's, yeah. It, like I always like look back every year on my anniversary. I'm like, wow, what have I done? And I'm like, oh. it's, it's like, I have definitely like, experienced life. Like I said, I was 26 when I moved here. And that first year here, I was on a tear down. Your girl lived 26 to 27 (laughs) you were in the streets. I was in the streets and I were one at that time Um, (laughs) I was a street hoe at that time um and I loved it like like I said I had just come out so I was like in a lot of queer spaces and it was the first like time I slept with a girl and you know I was really just able to find a queer community and then I got to work at a queer organization for two years and yeah, Austin just, just again, not not trying to get everyone to move here. I'm just saying that Austin really has been one of the most pivotal relationships. Like just thinking about my relationship with the city of like, if you think about like dating someone, like I've been dating Austin for six years and I, I love it. Like I love Aww. the city in general. And, you know, I'm super grateful for all the things I've gotten to learn and experience and people I've gotten to meet. But I'm excited to like now, like with you moving here now, I'm like, it's like, like secondhand experience again like I get to like relive that like watching you navigate like oh tell me everything because oh. well you're 28 yes yeah see, I feel even, older. if y'all could have seen the face I just gave <laughs> you're not old listen 20 28 was probably my favorite year in my 20s oh. 28 was like you're kind of figuring things out you're really like coming into your own 29 is a little bit of a cluster for me. It was at least 29 was a cluster, but then 30, 30 was the best. And then I've loved all my thirties. So if you think you were like the twenties, like, no, 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 your thirties top two. I, I will say, cause I always say like, I feel 
you know, well, I, you know, I came out so late, but also I always meet people, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s who were not me, but they message me, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm just coming out. But no, like, I feel like one, I'm like, wait, Keanu, this year has been insane. Like 28 probably is my favorite year of my life. And then I, I know when I turn 29, I'm probably gonna panic. Like, oh my gosh, it's like my last year, my 20s. I have to live it up. So I am like excited for these next two years. I'm just saying, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Like that's my one advice is just enjoy it. You don't have to have it all figured out, especially like that was my biggest thing. Like I was right before I turned 30, I had like this, oh my God, I'm about to be 30. I'm single. I don't have kids. Like I had like this whole like existential crisis of like, quote, like what I thought you should have at 30. Like I was like in the middle of like changing jobs and everything else. And I'm like, there's no rule book. We are all just on this floating rock (laughs) trying to figure out our existence. So it's going to be okay. You're doing great. Listen, you're doing, you, you did the thing you wanted to do. You moved to a city, found a job, a city you wanted to live in and you did it. Like take, take a minute to take that in is all I'm saying. No. And I will say like, I get very stressed. I'm very hard on myself. Um, but a friend gave me that their advice. They're like, Oh my gosh. They're like, you came out this year, like publicly, like very public. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I did. They're like, you need to celebrate that. And I stopped because I'm like, that's been the last thing on my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, your job or what's next or exactly what you're saying. Like you're single. Are you going to have kids? Is that even going to be possible? Like I just spiral. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait, like just, you know, focus on what is that saying? Like you have to stop and smell the roses. Like, Mm -hmm. um, or someone even the other day say, um, it's your choice. Like if you're going to, I think it's like your choice if you're going to enjoy the flowers, because, you know, like you can be handed the flowers, but if you're just going to pass them up. That made sense. They made better sense when they told me it. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely all that. It's it's taking the time to appreciate it. And I was just talking about this on my Instagram yesterday because I just felt these last two weeks within, you know, the shooting in Buffalo and then the shooting of the elementary school here in Texas of like, we're all just so burnt out, like communally. Like we're all like on edge. We're all dealing with trauma. And I'm just like, we can just sit and process. Like we don't have to keep moving and hustling and all the, all those things. Like we are human. We're allowed to take a break. And so at the same time, I'm like, you can care about these things, but you can also be like, I want to just like mentally unplug for the day, or I want to sit and really appreciate all the things that I have in my life. And I'm just like, just, I'm very much a hippie. I'm like, just take the time (laughs) to enjoy the things as we can. And, you know, with me, especially like, I always think about like how many people I've lost in my life, like my mom or like a friend of mine, like just knowing how short life is. I'm like, just appreciate everything I think is my, my biggest thing in life. So yeah, I'm like, just appreciate it. You are never going to be 28 again, moving to a new city, coming out so publicly. Enjoy it. Talk to the people and, you know, just, just, just be young. Um, (laughs) I do want to know, like, how has it been dating? Have you gone on any dates? I need updates. I'm living through you because I'm not, I'm not currently dating. I went on one date a couple weeks ago and I, I'm over it. <laughs> oh, um, uh, no, I'm excited to. Sh- I don't know. I always get anxious to share, but Natalie and I, we've taken because I've been moving. She's working on a play, so we've not recorded. So I've not talked about this in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a mess. I guess dating's a mess. Dating <laughs> is, like, yeah, that is, yes, a thousand so, percent. Um, you knew, and I don't know if anyone else is listening. So I was 
not living in Austin, but I was here like every weekend because it's three hours away from my hometown. And, you know, my hometown's very like small country, like nothing to do but hang out with my friends I was living with. Mm-hmm. So I'd be here every weekend. So guys would often message me, not often, but, you know, a few guys would be like, I'll take you on a date or let's go on a date. But I'm only here like Saturday, Friday, Saturday. It's like, I want to be with my friends I'm staying with. You know, I don't want to ditch them to go on this date. So I always told them like when I move here, you know, I was honest with them. I'm like, I don't live here yet, but you know, I would love to when I live here. And oh my gosh, there's this one main guy who's been texting me and I feel so bad because I just realized I have not replied to him and he texts me on like Wednesday, but you know, I'm like the worst replying because when I want to reply, I want to give my like soul attention to conversation. Mm -hmm. And if I know I'm going to be in a rush, I'm like, I don't want to like reply and like leave this on a cliff, even though I guess I am technically leaving it on a cliff. Yes. (laughs) It was like the cliff is still there. Um, but no like I surprisingly have not been on any dates um I will say like oh my gosh this is like a funny story I've like been waiting to share with Natalie and Roxy as this little rated R like nothing just language wise is that okay please yes of course okay so like I was um I think we talked last time on Giddy but like I for update I'm still very new, like, and just having sex. Like, I I don't know, like, if I'm a top or bottom, which I also mm-hmm. loved, like, just last week, my little gay friend group, I said that I was, like, talking through this with them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy to have, like, actual gay guy friends to talk through. Yes. Um, even my roommate, I was, like, asking for, like, advice. But anyway, I mean, steering away from the story. <laughs> at rain and I was like walking to meet my friends and I it's rain that's probably the answer because I'm like I don't know how this ended up happening this guy stops me just to say like oh my gosh like hi and then the next thing I know we're and he's like very attractive like muscles tattoos um and we end up we're like making out and I was like um I'm on the way to like walk to my friends and so I think I realized that I'm like oh my gosh like you're making out with this guy in like the middle of the walkway <laughs> like we love ratchet. we love this yes <laughs> and then he was like um uh, he's like oh my gosh he's like I want to like f you so hard and then drunk me was like I want you to f me so hard <laughs> I'm like who am I I'm living um, living and then I was like he's like how am I gonna be in contact with you and I was like message me um, <laughs> And then I guess I love that he assumed this because he was right, but I just did. I don't know. It shocks me when people know that he was like, I, you, you're not going to see it. Like you get too many. And that is true. Like I can scroll, but it is hard for me to find like a DM. And um, I was like, use a secret word. And he was like, should I say the secret word? It's not bad, but he's like, I I don't know why he said this. He was like, I'm going to say cookie monster. And so he (laughs) texted, that was his word. And I like, I haven't messaged him back. I went to my best friend. It's like, well, I don't know. This is probably bad. Okay. I'll, I walked through my, don't judge me when I say this. Cause okay. I've walked through my own judgment or okay, bias. Okay. okay. When I saw him on Insta, I saw he has an OnlyFans. And I was like, I don't know if that's like attractive to me, but I'm like, Kiana, one, don't judge people. Like, you know what they do. And then right. two, my best friend's like, you're not looking for this to be a boyfriend. Like, this is a hookup. And I right. was like, oh, I was like, I didn't think about that either. Um, me so new, like, as soon as, like, I think a guy likes me, I think of, like, a future. And I'm like, you just can't en- do that. Just yeah. enjoy the moment. <laughs> okay, two things. I selfishly want you to text that boy from Wednesday back right now. Like, oh, in my this gosh. Space. I will, because he's the sweetest, but he's a little young. But he, like, offered to pay How? for a whole set of nails. And I'm like, you are not doing that. But First I- of all, pick <laughs> up the phone. Let's go. 
Because I'm like, I I am on the opposite of you. Like, I will respond, even if it's true. I'm like, hey, super busy, but I saw this, blah, blah, blah. Like, just something, anything, because I hate leaving people on red. So, wait, I love that. I'm going to start saying that. Super yeah. busy. Hey, super busy, saw this, don't have the time to give you a full in depth answer, but I want you to know that I received it. So that way people know, like, you're not just ignoring them. And then also, it's like, listen, at me again, what am I, four or five years older than you? Four, whatever, math. I just feel like who cares if this boy does OnlyFans? Who cares? And if you do end up dating him, who cares? Like, I have a lot of friends who do OnlyFans because it's just like, listen, get get in where you fit in, people. Like, make that paper. I do not care. No, the income is crazy. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, listen, get that income, boo. Like, we all have to do things we have to do. Like, if I... When I was young, I'm like, I think I would have, if OnlyFans was around when I was younger, I probably would have done it. Cause I was working like three or four part-time job plus a full-time job at the time. Like if I could have just done OnlyFans and like release like feet pictures, I would have done it. Like, yes. And I'm glad my, my friend, I'm like, you need friends that check you. And I'm glad my, one of my friends did. She was like, you realize one of our good friends, she's like, and another one of my best friends has it. But I think it's from that like small town, like mm-hmm. In me, I think I'm still fighting that. Like, yes, like, and that's why also about like about leaving Austin. Like, all my friends I meet, they're so pro like a hoe phase, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm not in like my small town anymore. And I am a big fan of a (laughs) rotation. Let me tell you, like, (laughs) not again. I didn't come up with it. It's from Insecure, but I love a rotation. Like finish your text um while when I was younger when I was gonna ask you for advice what to say okay I'll hear your story first okay so when I was 22 um I was a virgin until I was 22 so also like a later quote later in life (laughs) and then I came out as queer at 26 so please I'm like the epitome like a late bloomer air quotes whatever that fuck that means um but I had a hotation safe sex practices always people like um, yeah, any hoodles. I just want to give that caveat. Like safe sex is the base sex, best sex. Anyway, yep. so I had some men that I was hooking up with, but I was very much like, I'm in therapy. I always feel like I need to tell people this of I have abandonment issues and avoidance issues. But anyway, I would tell these dudes and like, hi, I text you. You don't text me. We are not cuddling. I am not staying over. Get in, get off, get your shit and get out. Like very like no feelings. <laughs> this is just physical um and so yeah I just I just feel like you are allowed to say what you want and do what you need to do and have your hotation that's what I'm gonna say I fully support it that's all I just want you to know thank you okay now let's respond to this text um so like Sunday night he texted me I know but um I did reply Sunday night. Sunday night, he was like, hi, Gorge. And then uh, I just said, I said his name. I don't want to say his name on here. And then sure, I was like, yep, how, yep, yep. how are you? And then he sent me like, I'm doing well right now. How are you? I see you just got an apartment in Austin. I'm moving south. I'm moving to South Austin in 10 days. It's getting too expensive up north. Okay, enough about how, okay, enough. How are you? And then I never replied. <laughs> so right now I'm saying... His name, explanation marks. I just always started texts like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm the worst. Been super busy, like you said. And then what do I say? <laughs> um, been super busy. Sorry, it took me like sorry, it took me so long to reply. And then if you want to hang out, like, are you free sometime next week? We can grab a drink or something. 
So I said, like, are you free this week? Yeah. I said, are you free this week? Would love to meet up and grab a drink or something. Yes, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What? What the? Oh, it, what's the worst that can happen? He says no, and then you know. He says yes, and I'm like, oh and no! And then I you go. go. <laughs> like, just <He's>, nervous. <laughs> okay, but then also I'm like, this is like my thing. Like, if he says no, then you know, and then you get to move on. I'm like, I think I get nervous. Like, what if it's awkward? Then I'm like, I guess you just know. Then like, yeah, if it gets awkward, it gets awkward. And then I haven't been, I'm like on Tinder hinge, but I've been bad at like, I've just not been giving them attention. I will mm-hmm. say, of course, I want to date, mess around. Um, but when I was here filming, it was like really big focus on like trying to date. And I realized like, um, I I was able to talk to um, someone. Okay, this one, he's from Family Karma, but um, he's gay, another TV show on Bravo. And his biggest advice to me was find a community. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, I think moving here, I've been like trying to build my friendships. And so maybe that's why I haven't been like looking at all my dating apps. Yes. But I'm like, I do want to date, like, you know, sprinkled in there. But I, I would agree with that. Like, it, dating is it like I, as a person who has a problem with dating myself, we'll talk about that in a minute. I don't think I could have gotten through dating and life without good friendships. So I would agree, like, and I tell people this often, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on romantic relationships because I have so many good platonic relationships. Like I have so many good, deep, substantial, vulnerable, no bullshit, honest friendships who like will call me out, let me vent, give me like perspective. And I think like that will helps me with my dating. Cause now I'm like knowing like, all of my friends and like my friends I get to like fall in love with every day platonically it really has set the tone for who I will and won't date like it's just I I would agree I think your friendships really help you navigate dating so I would would say that is correct oh thank you and I I feel that like I think even when I was closeted of course every now and then I'd be like I'm lonely am I gonna find a guy and you know if I'm gonna be out but I had such really good friends. Like all my friends are married, but mm-hmm. they care for me. Like I have them. Yeah. Well, that's all that. Listen, that's all that matters. And you're going to do fine. Like you just got here. Dating will come like that. That can wait. I, I think like that was one of the most heartwarming things of running into you last week is like seeing you with so many friends already. Like, I'm like you just got here. I'm looking at you like, as I was like a very like proud older sister queer. Like oh, looking at you, I'm like, oh. look at my little angel. No, I will say I'm like it this week, especially it's hit me the like honeymoon phase kind of being over and the realization mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like you, pro- I don't know. Well, you had your friend, but I don't know if you felt this too. Um, when you first moved here, you know, you meet people and they're like, oh, I've known so-and-so like for six years or in college, or this is my, and I'm like, I moved here. Like, yes, I have people I would call my good friends, mm-hmm. but I don't have these like deep rooted relationships yet Mm -hmm. and so that reality hit me on like and I did when I moved to Arkansas I did the same thing I didn't know anyone but I was like I was so much younger than you know it was like easy to start Um, and then I have someone at work the other day they're like I've only been here two months and like I have people I would call family so I'm like you know you're just gonna take time like it might be it is hard but 
you just need to give it time and it, it will it will happen like also like I like what's today today is well, Memorial Day weekend right like let's check in a year from now and oh see gosh. like just think about that like a year from now you will not be where you are right now and I think that's one of the most beautiful things too because like like I said when I moved here six years ago I only knew my best friend John and he had some other friends that I had met through him and now like I know like onslaughts of people that I consider family and like could not have gotten through these last six years without so it'll definitely it'll definitely happen and now I'm like I need updates on all your dating because I'm not dating and I just want updates <laughs> and I also need updates I'm, I'm gonna call him Brad the boy you met in rain and I need updates <laughs> oh my gosh him. I need to DM him yes reply to those DMs Keek go through go through and well, yeah, I'm trying to, I think this was a beautiful convo. I could talk to you all day, but I feel like this was just like, well, my soul needed this Saturday morning. I'm like, can we start every Saturday morning together? Oh, um, the same. Is there anything you want to plug? I'll be sure to put like your podcast in the show notes. Um, the event that we ran into each other at last week was um, for the board. I sit on the Equality Alliance, which raises funds for other queer orgs here in Austin. We're having a gala at the end of the year. Um, Kiki's actually one of our guests. We, I mean, our guest judges because we do a drag competition, an amateur drag competition. Um, so we'll both be there in September, and you can buy tickets. So I'll put that in the show notes too. Um, anything else? No, I want exactly what you said. Highlight those two things, um, and then my biggest thing of platform on is Instagram. Check on Instagram. I'll update about the podcast, about the alliance because yes. they've been doing a lot of fun events. Bree's about to go to a pool party. Um, I am literally like in an hour <laughs> and just reading about their cause. I'm like, this is amazing. And in Austin, um, so huge fan. And I don't, pr- it's my first pride is out. So I'm like, Ooh. I'm excited on like my Instagram to be like who I'm working with and just to be attending events this summer. I can't wait. If you need a plus one, I'm available. If you need, oh, if you need a day date, you. <laughs> if you need a day date, I'm available to be oh. a good wing woman. Let me tell you. Um, at the end of every episode, I like to ask my guests a final question. And that question is, what is the best advice you're ever given? Or what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Oh my gosh, I'm actually working on this right now. <laughs> um, I would say um, there's a lot of things, um, but I would tell my younger self, like, give it time um and that I just remember like thinking the life I'm living right now would like never be possible like I remember being 25 which was two three years ago mm-hmm. and you know like being so sad that like am I ever gonna be out am I ever gonna be in the future and it's like you know it took two or three years but I'm like I'm in a whole new career path I'm on a whole new like almost different realm like I'm out I'm proud I'm dating so it's just things I didn't no. So I guess I would tell my younger self, like have the confidence and like, no, like it's going to take time. But if you're going to, if you get out of comfort zone, you know, it's going to be okay. That's it. This week's episode of the tea with Brie. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the tea with Brie. Send me an email at the tea with Brie at gmail.com and visit the website, the tea with Brie podcast.com. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe on Apple podcasts or we get your podcast, a special thanks to Mama Duke for our theme music. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.